Every day, we rise, challenging ourselves to work for what we believe in. At U.S. Border Patrol, protecting our borders is more than a job. It's a calling. Agents answer the call, working together to keep our country and communities safe. If you are ready for a new mission, join U.S. Border Patrol and go beyond. Learn more at cbp.gov careers. bedroom. Don't think that me letting you in here is an invitation for any funny stuff. I mean, not that I have a problem with funny stuff. Especially not if you really like the person. But that isn't what I wanted to talk about. Today is, as they say in Spain, my cumpleaños. That's right, my birthday. I'm 18 today. These are my girls on the San Romero cheer squad. We've gone to the Nationals three years in a row. But we haven't won yet. Ugh. To keep my energy up, I eat lollipops. I know what you're thinking. I'm getting so fat. But they're so yum. This is my family. My older sister Cordelia won a gold medal in riflery last year. And she has a lot of secret meetings with guys I think are college scouts. My little sister Rosalind just got her license, which makes me kind of think the DMV are idiots. My girlfriends say my dad is a total dilf. But try as they might, they could never come between him and my mom. She is so cool. It's because of her, my sisters and I all wear our vaginas proudly. God, she and my dad love each other so much. Speaking of true love, this is my boyfriend, Nick. It F's me up how much I really like him. My family's throwing me a birthday party after school. Nick is totally freaked out having to meet my family for the first time. But I'm even more freaked out for him to find out about my family. Because even though they're the most amazing ever, some of our traditions are a little... unusual. Nick's already so sweet to never complain about my ginormous fat butt. If he finds out I'm the number one world's biggest weirdo, he might not stick around. I'd be so sad. I think I'd seriously cry forever. Oh no! I'm totally late! How's was supposed to meet him before school? I'm so lame. Ugh. I hope Nick isn't mad. That's about the worst thing that could ever happen! Welcome to episode 120 of the Undercover Unitards, although tonight it is almost a Unitard. There's only two of us. Yeah, we're running half half speed. Half-assed. Half-assed and half-speed. I'm not... I, I, I need to drink more for this. I haven't <laughs> drank anything, but hopefully you're drinking for me then. I have, a, I have a 40 of Bud Light and a 
I think it's a 32 ounce of Heineken. Did, did you pour some of that out for your homies? I, I did. I did dip a little. I had to do it outside, though, because okay. Hotcakes is really anal about his carpet, which I'm not sure why, because he has like 6,000 cats puking all over the place. But And I never associate Kevin with being anal either, so <laughs> at, at least not that kind of anal. Right. I was just going to say that's usually one of the first things that pops up into my mind is Kevin yeah. anal. Yeah, he, he, he definitely has his moments of being anal, but not anal. Right. Right, Although, exactly. if he was presented with Emma Stone and uh, uh, Emma Watson, uh, he, he would... He would I be an anally endless sandwich. Yeah. He'd split his penis in two so he could have them both at once. <laughs> I probably was possible. Would. Yeah, I don't, I don't blame him. I think I would, too. Or at least give it a go. Yeah. <laughs> uh, well, I'm Joel, and obviously the other gentleman is... Goof. And, and uh, hotcakes just uh, ran out the door in a borderline panic to go be on the Amber Lamps crew. He felt it was more important to take someone care of someone who was injured than to give you guys a quality show. Because that's the size of bastard he is. I know. What a cock. <laughs> I'm going to punch him in the nuts the next time I see him. Exactly. That's going to be a long wait, I think. He can't even oh. afford to pay attention. <laughs> uh, neither can I. Oh. <laughs> Well, that's okay. But speaking of being able to afford things, uh, I heard well, a rumor that you had a job interview. Oh, did you? Well, there was a, actually, it's been an interesting week as far as that goes, because it, 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 I have this theory about, well, basically it's, it's based on chumming the waters, whereas, you know, nothing draws a crowd like a crowd. You're, you, you're unemployable, unhirable, can't get a job, out of work for a long time. Then all of a sudden somebody says, hey, I'd like to come talk to you. Come in to see if maybe I'd like to hire you. And as soon as that happens, everybody comes out of the woodwork doing the same thing. It happened the last time I got work. I just accepted a job offer. Hadn't had a bite on an interview in, in months. Accepted a job offer. Walked out the door. My phone rang. It was somebody saying, hey, I'd like you to come in and interview for a position. Well, that's kind of what happened this week because uh, I got an interview that I went to yesterday and then immediately the next day I got a call for an interview that I went to today and right as I got home from the interview yesterday I got a call for another interview that I'm waiting to hear back on probably for later in the week. So so, so you've been waiting for how long? Six months? Seven months? No, no I, was, I was let go from my last position. Uh, that was August. Okay. So, so it's been close almost, to a year. Almost a year with nothing, and then within a week you get three. Yeah. Now, the one yesterday went awesome. The guy, everything he, he wanted to hear, I said, um, without being like prompted, according to him. Mm-hmm. Um, everything just seemed like a really good fit there, and it didn't, it didn't hurt that everybody that I saw that worked there was bald and had either a goatee or a beard, but, nice. you know... Um, so you'd fit in. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh, but uh, anyway, so I'm hoping for good things. I'm supposed to hear something by Wednesday at the latest uh, for a possible callback uh, for a second interview or a test run, like spend a ton, some time there, you know, seeing how I fit with the rest of the guys. Uh, then today, I had a bad feeling from the get-go with this place. And I was joking about, you know, it being a cult or whatever. And 
somebody said, if it's um, vector marketing, stay away. So I'm like doing my research, which I do before I go to a job interview. Rightfully and, so. What's that? Rightfully so. It's You want to go in there prepared, right? Right, exactly. And I could not find anything about this company, quote unquote. I couldn't find, I mean, nothing. And then uh, immediately I started to get worried when I looked up the two people I was going to interview with, and both of them had previously worked for Vector, Vector Marketing. So I'm thinking, I don't know about this. And I went anyway. I'm figuring it's experience. Maybe I'm wrong. Maybe it'll lead to something else. Who knows? And I have, first of all, I have trouble finding the place. And then when I finally realized that it is a suite and a big building of, of suites, I, I'm like, okay, good. Now I'm, I'll be able to find it. Well, when I finally find it, it's a one door that's dark. There's no signage anywhere that says the name of the company. There's no sign on the door. There's no lights on. There's nothing. Huh. So all I could see was the address and the suite number. So I, I'm like, well, okay. So I get out. I go up. And on the door, there's a little, um, what do you call it, window cling. Okay. And the graphics for the company are printed on the window cling, and it looks like it was made with an Amiga computer. Nice. So I'm thinking, okay, well, nothing says quality like, you know, 1986. So I walk in the door, and it's just like this real thrown-together front. And there's a couple people there in for, at behind the desk, and one guy that comes out from the side they're all in their early 20s. They're all wearing shirts that look like their mom probably ironed them for them and ties. And the guy's like, you know, hey, I'm the guy you talk to. Here's an application. Uh, go ahead and fill it out, and I'll be back in a minute. So he disappears, and I sit down with the pen and the application, and I look at it, and the very first thing I see in the application is Social Security number. And I'm like, uh, I'm starting to get a little, you know, that feeling. Yep, yep, there. So I, they're, they're after your social security number. Exactly. So I start looking around, and everything just looks just feels weird. I look at the, the application, and it looks like it's been Xeroxed, and it looks like the logo, again, is piss poor. And I start listening to what's going on in the back room. And all I can hear is people on the phone. And one of them is talking about how he's going to try and get around the caller ID at somebody's house because he's trying to get in touch with people to sell them stuff, i.e. telemarketing. And he's trying to figure out how to do it. And some other guy's coaching him around it. Then I hear another couple of guys talking about how they just got done with a call. And the guy just kept harassing the other guy about not getting a sale. Like, I mean, just browbeating him. And I'm like, yeah, hmm. this this is not, I don't think, going to be right. And I'm thinking, well, maybe I'll stick it out just in case. And then I look down at the the application. <clears throat> and the job I was there for was an administrative assistant position. But I look on the application, and, and in big, bold print, it says that I'm filing for an internship position that's unpaid. Uh -huh. And I, I set the file down after I texted my wife, looked around. Nobody was there, and I walked out the door and left. Uh, and then I sent him a quick little email once I got home that said, you know, thanks, but no thanks, and haven't heard from him since. So we'll see. Hmm. Interesting. Probably one of those one of those companies that just calls and scams people, and then uh, runs and hides. Supposedly, according to the guy when I talked to him on the phone, he's like he said that they're two years old, and that they sell like insurance stuff, but they don't do a hard sell, which is not what I was hearing when I was there. Um, that they call and if somebody's like, yeah, I got a deal, a better deal over here at Progressive or whatever, that they're like, okay, well, if you want something in the future. 
come back, you know. So I don't know. Seems hmm. sketchy to me. Yeah, yeah. There's. It sounds like there's something else that they're not telling you until you start doing it. All I could see was that I would be um, on Dateline at some point. Yeah. Either in front of Chris Hansen or being let out with like my face being covered in handcuffs. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I'm <laughs> like, a, I don't need any of that shit. One of those companies that uh, they're there one day and then the next day it's just like an empty room with one telephone sitting in the middle of the floor. Exactly. And, you know, you think it would have been a dead giveaway when I, when I looked up on the wall and it had a picture of Bernie Madoff and it said Employee of the Month. <laughs> I, don't, I don't know. Should have been clue number one. but uh, Oh, well. Yeah, what do you do? What do you do? Got to have faith in people. What about you? What's going on? Uh, well, I uh, I went to the doctors this morning for Uh-oh. my final, well, not really final, my next secondary checkup. And uh, it turns out I have AIDS. What? Uh, so I guess now I can hear stuff. Oh, haha. So, I see what you did there. <laughs> yeah. Um, but no, like, I don't know. I've spent the entire day just trying to get used to, um, hearing shit. And I've gone like 30 years without hearing anything, apparently, because after seven and a half, eight hours, I'm tired. Like, there's just so much happening in the world that I never knew. I never knew that was happening anywhere else in the world. So, I don't know, it was pretty crazy. I was at my house earlier, and I kept hearing this, like, popping, and I couldn't figure out what it was, and I was walking all over the house trying to pinpoint where this noise was coming from. And then I stood in my kitchen, and I looked out the window, and a guy down the street was putting shingles on the roof. I was hearing the hammering coming through the walls and, like, it's, I mean, it sounded like it was in the same room as me. It was so loud and clear and stuff. So, yeah, I, mean, I can only imagine that my voice must sound like the saliva of God. <laughs> it is pretty silky smooth. Oh, you ain't heard nothing, sir. <laughs> oh boy. Well, do you have surround sound at your place? I do. Your, I do. And- I I haven't uh, I haven't fired that up yet. I did flip on my TV just to kind of get a. a a little bit of a bearing as to um, how that was going to go. Um, and I was I was listening to my TV at like half of what I normally did. Like I used to have it on 10, now I have it on 5. Their neighbors are going to thank you. Yeah, probably, probably. What, what you should do tonight is drink yourself blind, and then in the morning, first thing, when you're slightly still hungover, before you're fully awake, put in Saving Private Ryan at a really loud volume. And uh, see how that works for you. <laughs> With my AIDS in? Exactly. Oh, my God. I think my eardrums would start to bleed. Yeah, it'd be an experiment. <laughs> it would be so loud. It's so like, loud. Exactly. And with the surround sound, there's, you know, everywhere. Yeah. I, I, think, I think just the THX intro thing would probably do it for me. The theater is now deaf. Yes, yeah. that part. Uh, well, that's off of... Uh, Oh, the Tiny Toons movie, isn't it? Uh, I don't remember. I, I've i been using it for a long time. I stole it from somebody. I think it was a Tiny Toons movie. Or maybe they stole it from somebody, too. I don't know. Perhaps. So you've got AIDS, and it's not infect infectious. It's not infectious. It's not contagious, I hope. Um, although, I guess if you really wanted to, you could probably try them on, but they're custom fit to my ear holes, so they might be a little uncomfortable for it if you have tiny ear holes, because... I don't. Mine are mine. You could fit like a thumb in. 
Yeah. Um, which I have a question about AIDS. This is a, a legitimate question because my mother-in-law is uh, considering going to get tested because she has problems hearing. And that's not covered really much by insurance, is it? Um, no, they, they pretty much, like, well, I tried about three or four different routes um, to to get anything covered at all. I've got quite a few different insurance policies. Um, one is a major medical one is like an accidental, I've got like a cancer thing, I've got a, I mean, I've got a couple different options to go through, um, but pretty much every single one of them said, oh, you want hearing aids? And then they laughed at me, said, yeah. we don't cover that, we don't cover any of that. That's that's not, um, you know, a, apparently a, a necessity in life. So, yeah, no, they, I, I've honestly... Um, I'm the last person in my family to get hearing aids, uh, and uh, the they um, no, no insurance company has ever covered any part of any of it to speak of. Um, so it's, it's it's just kind of one of those things you just have to absorb the cost into your life. Which, so do they at least give you like a payment plan or anything? Or? Yeah, um, they they actually gave me one hell of a financing thing. I got one year interest free, um, which. It's pretty cool. I mean, I got a whole year to try and pay them off. And I think I can pull it off. It's going to be rough, but I think I can pull it off. Um, but then after that one year, if it's not paid off, then they give you, like, the accrued interest on the entire thing to pay off, too. So that, I think, for me, would be, like, right around uh, 1000 bucks, 1100 bucks, something like that, if I don't get it paid off within one year. So instead of... $6,000, it'll be $7,200 or whatever it is. So, yeah, because that's what my mother-in-law was telling me. It's like six grand. i am like, seriously? Yep, yeah, yeah. And I didn't even get, like, the top-of-the-line ones. These are, like, a step or two down from the top of the line, so... She said the $6,000 ones were, like, the ones that you see in the cartoons where it looks like a big Victrola um, horn that they stick out of the ear. Uh, mine mine aren't that bad. I mean, they're they're... Um, they say they're the completely in the canal ones, but if you're standing next to me, you can definitely see it. And actually, I had quite a few people at work tonight tell me, oh, when did you get hearing aids? And I said, mm, six hours ago. <laughs> it was the 80s. It was a the dark theater. I, mean, I only did it once without a condom. <laughs> One time is all it takes, man. That's, that's right. <laughs> Can't get AIDS from playing hide and seek. Keep that in mind. <laughs> Not unless you're playing hot the sausage. So that's a that's a good conversation starter there for chicks, I suppose. <laughs> so I have AIDS. <laughs> that, that, no, if they look and they see the hearing aids. <laughs> now they may be over eighty, but you know. Well, you know, um, yeah, old old chicks need loving too, right? Age comes experience. Uh, exactly, exactly. They probably teach me some things that they learned when I was or when they were my age. I just want to keep a. <laughs> Think a KY in your pocket, though. Just in case. It's like a desert in that forest. Oh, God, I don't like where we're going. Well, I do, but I don't want to talk about it in public. <laughs> we're not in public. I'm in the oh. safety of Hotcakes' house. Until this goes out to the literally tens of listeners. <laughs> then what's you going to do? <laughs> tens or elevens of listeners. <laughs> Possibly. <laughs> we might be up to 11. I've been pushing it hard. I've been uh, pushing it real hard. The 11th has been fluctuating. <laughs> we'll keep plugging away. We'll get there. We'll get there. Someday we're going to make a whole dozen. 
Oh, nice. Yeah. Well, while I'm thinking about it here, I, I'm looking at the notes. We should make sure we remember to say happy birthday to a friend of the show. Uh, Mr. Yegor Garbanov is a year older, and it says here a year further from death by the KGB. That's that's a hotcakes joke. Yeah, yeah. I'm not I'm not really sure I get the funny part of that. Hotcakes. He does it. Beca- we we let him do it because he's got all the equipment. So. <laughs> We're he, the talent. He's yeah, the, yeah. He's the, the the tech. Right. Exactly. We love you, hotcakes. Just kidding. <laughs> um. Yeah. One year further from death by the KGB. I, yeah. Meh. I don't know. Do, does that mean that the KGB is keeping him alive? Possible. I don't know. I was expecting more of a Yankov Smirnov thing going on, you know? Yeah. And Mother Russia birthday has you or something, you know? Pro- yeah. Yeah. That's probably where he's going to go with that. I don't know. We'll have to remember to ask him when he comes back. If he if, comes back. If he comes back. Yeah. yeah. If he comes back. Because it sounded like it was a pretty serious thing. So maybe he'll get more involved than he wants to be. Like maybe he'll get into the same position of the person that he went out there to be saved. Yeah. We can't say too much. Yeah. But anyway, yeah. Um, so how much farther should we go? Well, let's keep going until he gets back. All right. All right. Well, so the next thing on the list is Octomom. Uh, and I know I we've talked so about bad. Octomom a little bit recently. Uh, I think the last time we talked about her, she had just released a... Video, not released, I guess, just recorded a video of herself uh, being with herself. Yeah, she's she's playing the five-digit shuffle in several different scenes, apparently. <laughs> it's due out mid-June, so keep your eyes peeled, because I'm sure when it hits, it'll be all over everywhere and in your face smelling like babies. <laughs> babies and octo-moms. Lots and lots of octomoms. Uh, yeah, I don't know. I don't know. I there's something fascinating about the whole thing. I'm not. I don't at all find her appealing. She's all the things that I don't like. But for some reason, it's like a freaking train wreck. I can't take my eyes off it whenever her name pops up. I, I agree. I agree. There's so. and there's something. There's something about the way she looks. Um. Uh, I don't know. Like it's it's. She's not, I can't say that she's ugly or hideous, but there's something catchy about looking at her. And now that she's had all the plastic surgery and stuff, I don't know. I would, I guess I wouldn't mind looking at it in person. I I don't know. I just kind of want to punch her, but really lightly. <laughs> I don't, I don't know. Or, in the no. giant silicone filled boob don't know it's it's bizarre and i recently saw there's a you can find it online there's a post of her doing the cinnamon challenge and <laughs> again i just i really wanted to punch her but not too hard how uh how good does she do not very it's kind of funny in a way but i in the way it's kind of like i just i want to hit her and i don't want to hit anybody i don't I, i'm not a violent man but I don't know. She, you she, hear her talk, which I've never really heard her say much. Um, yeah, I guess and, I haven't either. I've never actually watched an interview. Yeah, she doesn't last very long, and it's it's like a it's less than a minute clip, and 
part of that is her talking before she does it. But I don't know. Uh, the The whole reason this comes up is Kevin's got some links here. First of all, that of course I think everybody knows by now that she's broke. Um, which I don't know why he's got that news article here because she filed a while back and it's pretty well known that she was headed towards pornography. Yep. That's about all she's got left. Um, but then, since then, she was booking uh, a few quote-unquote strip shows in Florida, but uh, that's uh, Casey Anthony territory. Um, she was not going to do lap dances and she was only taking her top off. So... It wouldn't even. It wasn't even going to be the full Monty. No, it's just a way for her to get press for her, you know, her five knuckles shuffle video. Right. You know, which, who knows? I mean, that's going to hit the internet and all the torrent sites and everything so quickly that I, I don't know that they're going to make much money. They probably wouldn't. I mean, it, it's going to be. It's going to be. I think it'll be hotter than the uh, Britney Spears sex tape was back in its time, or the. The Kim Kardashian sex tape back in its time. Uh, it, uh, I don't know. I watched the Tanya Harding one, so <laughs> I mean, I've already got I've got time allotted so that when it comes out, I will have time available to watch it. I mean, I banked it ahead of time <laughs> to make sure that I'm ready, but <laughs> mentally actually, and emotionally prepared. Well, yeah. I mean, I've already I've already told my therapist ahead of time that you know <laughs> I'll need two sessions that week, but. Uh, I just read today, whoops, headset, that uh, she's actually pulled out of the, and they, they say pulls out of <laughs> Florida strip club gigs. Well, that'll be the first time anybody's pulled out of her or something. Well, yeah, and <laughs> said anything about it, admitted it. <laughs> Pull out is uh, a new word for her. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> no, she she says that apparently, and I didn't know that she's 36. Wow, she's my age. Um, that she, well, I'm 37. But anyway, she she pulled out because all the uh, employees at the strip club were giving her a hard time, and so she decided that she didn't want to do it. Be- so because people were talking about her, because they're saying bad stuff. Yeah, they're like, uh, yeah, you you would think. You'd think a mother of ten could handle a little uh, verbal abuse or stress in her life. She's she's got eight kids that are the same age. That should be enough to, you know, not scare her off by some bouncers or from some bouncers or something. You would think so. I mean, you gotta at this point in her life, she's gotta have a thick skin, or she's gotta be blocking it out with some sort of, you know. Prescription medication because or giant vaginal lips or roast beef. Yes, <laughs> I don't know. I, I'm I, that surprised me that she did it that she pulled out, but who knows? Yeah, as long as the video comes out, I could care less about the rest of it. Right, exactly. And I I can't imagine they would hold back the video just because she won't go strip. No, no. But oh, you know what they should have done is done the cinnamon challenge in her vagina. <laughs> If that thing started coughing, I would raise some eyebrows. It has teeth. <laughs> I don't know. I, I've I've seen some of the pictures from the shoot, and uh, I have to say, I'm uh, I don't know. It's I uh, I don't know. I give her credit for you know after having that many kids, but yeah, yeah. Well, and, and I guess everything can't really be that stretched out because she did have a C-section. But there's there's a point where you know you you get 
to a point where you got to kind of cover up a little bit here and there. Right. I mean, I'm not saying you have to be just like in a burqa, but, you know, um, everybody gets older and things kind of do their thing. True. You know, we can't be 18 forever. Right. Well, we could be if you can afford that plastic surgery. I mean, look at uh, look at Lisa Rinna. Uh, well, yeah. She, <laughs> she's had so much work done. She looks like she's a plastic tiger. But <laughs> she looks pretty young, and she's still got a good body. I just can't look at her face anymore. It scares me. Exactly. She's got total cat lips. Oh, <laughs> he said, never mind. Um, <laughs> you know who makes me kind of mad that they got plastic surgery? And and let me give you a bit of backstory because we don't know each other that well yet. But I always hated Rose McGowan. Had a, I, 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 she's somebody that I just disliked with a passion. And then... And then, damn it, if I didn't see her in Planet Terror and I flipped the, flipped the corner and I was like, okay, I'm a Rose McGowan fan now. Didn't make me want to go back and see all her shit before that, but anything after Planet Terror, I was in. Then I recently saw her in a movie and she's had plastic surgery done. And why at her young age, she went and ruined her face, but she did. And now I don't like her anymore again. I, well, I guess I... Didn't really, I didn't notice that much of a difference between back in the day and now. I mean, I, I don't want to say that I'm all about, you know, how you look. But for me, it's like, if you're going to be an actress or an actor, you know, grow old gracefully, you know. Uh, age adds character. Besides, she's, she's, I think, younger than I am. And so why she felt she needed to do that at such a young age, I don't know. Well, maybe, maybe it was the... Uh, um the hard relationship that she had with Marilyn Manson. Well, I don't know. She got it after she'd been with Robert Rodriguez for a while. So uh, it's a shame. I mean, I'm, I still watch her. I mean, I, I, the movie I saw wasn't too bad, but it's still, it's just a shame to see somebody do that when I, I you know, I like my women to be um, natural, you know, right. plain, not too much makeup, just kind of be who you are. Lines are, I think, are awesome. I, I like an older woman, you know. I'm all for that. So why go and try and pretend you're something you're not? Yep, exactly. Okay, so I'm looking at a couple of pictures here, and yeah, she definitely had some just, work done. Yeah, she definitely had some work done. Wow. I just saw a documentary last night um, about Scream. It was a like a retrospective on the original Scream movie. And I just, it was hard to watch the clips versus the movie because she just, you know, she, when she talks, it's really obvious. Yeah. I mean, it, she just, her whole way of speaking is kind of off. Oh, yeah. Like, oh man, I'm looking at this one picture right here. It's the before and after side by side. It's, I, oh man, I don't know how to describe it, but her face is just like, she looks like she went from looking really good to kind of looking like a uh, Two Face from Batman. <laughs> I wouldn't want to go that far, but well, yeah, yeah. She's... Like I mean, you kind of know what I mean, though. Like the left half of her face looks different than the right half of her face. She's got a jo uh, Joan Rivers thing starting. She does. She's kinda. not there yet. I can't. But yeah. yeah. And I just looked up here on uh, Wiki her, and she was she's almost exactly one year older than me. Two days. She's two days and one year, um, actually younger or older than. Oh, no, 
She's just slightly a year older. Wait. Yeah. She's 38. <laughs> born September 5th. I'm 37. I was born September 3rd. So we're almost exactly one year apart. So I, you know. Yeah. Well, well for women in their 30s she's not are doing beautiful. too bad compared to most Hollywood stars by that age. But still, oh. yeah. I don't uh, Yeah. 30-year-old yeah. women are beautiful. I think that's a, a great time to be uh, a woman. And she just went and decided, I guess, that she needed some work. I think so. Well, it says it keeps saying something about a car accident, so I don't know if that car accident if that's really the case, I'm, I'm, If that's the case, I, Rose, I apologize 100%. You do it. If that's, if that's what happened, absolutely. But if it's just for vague, vain reasons, then... Yeah, 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 exactly, exactly. I, yeah, I don't know. She, uh, uh, uh. I don't see anything <laughs> here on Wiki, so I don't know. I, I'd have to. We have to do some more digging and come back to that later. But. I think so. But anyway, so what's next on the list here? Uh, let's see. I'm gonna pull it back up again here. Um, the Strawberry Lake. It says. This lake. Is that near Strawberry Fields. Well, did they, no, because they're not forever. Oh, oh, never mind. Yeah, you're right. Never mind. Uh, I just had it. What too. is Strawberry Lake? Strawberry Lake is. I'm still searching for it. I moved it, and now I regret moving it because now I can't find it again. All right. I feel that way when I go to the bathroom. <laughs> it's a problem. It okay. Okay. This Lake Retba, or something like that. Is in Senegal, apparently. Stephen Senegal? Stephen Senegal. It kicks ass and takes names. Nice. <laughs> it says it, it uh, Lake Retba, or Lac Rose, lies north of the Cap Vert Peninsula of Senegal, northeast of Dakar. Noir. Dakar Noir. It is so named for its pink waters and horrid smell. No, it doesn't say that. Caused by cyanobacteria in the water. And the color is particularly visible during the dry season. It, it literally looks like... Pink. It's pink, like strawberry milk. See, I was thinking uh, uh, Campophanique. Is that it? That you put on for like... Um, no, that's not what it's called. What you put on for like um, uh, poison ivy? What is that oh, called? Oh, uh, um... um Oh jeez. I know what you're like, talking about too. Not Pepto Bismol, which also has a similar color. Uh Calamine. Calamine. Calamine lotion. Yeah, that's Calamine it. lotion. It does kind of look like that now that you say that. Like well the overhead view anyway. It's got that kind of chalky pink color to it. The but if you scroll down just a little bit, it has more of a uh surface level to it where they're uh, collecting salt. Um it's it's not quite as pink. It, it looks more like a brownish color, but they uh, they put it right next to the. Well, they pull salt out of there. Apparently, there must be a, a clay -like. salt mine. Yeah, it it looks really. Um, I don't know. It looks like a really deep pink when you're close to it, almost a purple, but not quite. I, I'm wondering though, as I'm looking at these pictures, why hotcakes would pick a story that involves pictures but very little Words? to talk about yeah. on a 
audio medium. <laughs> right. Hey, look at all these pictures. Maybe we're supposed to describe the pictures. Uh, or something. Well, g- go look it up on your phone or on your computer or um, just imagine in your head that there's some uh, Senegalians in their boats on a Pepto-Bismol River collecting salt. Yes, salty Pepto-Bismol River. Or just that- just look up Strawberry Lake. It, it'll pretty much take you right there if you want to see it. But, uh, yeah, I don't know. It, it's it's cool, but I don't know how much we're supposed to talk about it. Maybe it's yeah. just a time filler. Drink drink some strawberry milk while you're looking at the pictures. That would that would definitely add to the effect. Because as you see the Senegalians pulling salt out of the water, it'll make you look at your milk different. Right, and add some salt to your milk so you know what they're going through, too. Uh, very good point. <laughs> uh, very good point. Um, I'm going to have to run for just a second because I've got to go open the door for my wife. Okay. So if you want to start the next story, I will join you in about two minutes. Okay. I will start talking. All right. Well, this next story really kind of breaks my heart. Um, But then again, it really doesn't break my heart at all because it's pretty much awesome because I'm single. Uh, This next story is... Um, a long time ago in a land far away, there was a lady named Winnie Cooper from the beloved TV series, The Wonder Years. She got married like three years ago, but now her and her husband, uh, his name is Mike Verda, are filing for divorce. They have irreconcilable differences and, um... They're uh, splitting custody of their son, but that just means that she is on the market again, uh, and she is still gorgeous, and she is a genius who's written a crap ton of books. Um, I don't have all of those books directly in front of me, but I know they're all math-related, and they're aimed at teenage girls, but I've uh, I've kind of skimmed through the one book, uh, the name of it I can't think of right now, which is really making for some awesome listening, but um, she, like I said, she's a she's a author, um, whatever, best-selling, I'm pretty sure it's best-selling. If it's not, it should be, because it's pretty good stuff. Um, and she's gorgeous, and I believe she has a, either a master's degree or a doctorate, from somewhere, she is smart, she's hot, she's single. So I think that that's probably one of those things that might be worth pursuing if, uh, okay, okay, I just pulled it up. It says bachelor's degree for education, um, but that's okay because she's got way more school than I do. And... uh. She kind of still dabbles in a little bit of acting once in a while, but not very much. Um, so, is, so that, is that you back? Yeah, we're we're talking about Danica McKellar, right? Danica McKellar. Oh my goodness! I was uh, I was just explaining how uh, how hot she is and how smart she is, and 
uh, oh, she's uh, a best-selling author. Um, are you and Kevin like lining up to try and court her now that she's uh, filed for divorce? I, I did mention that. I did mention that uh, I am single and available, and now she pretty much is too. And she's a math nerd, and I'm kind of a math nerd wannabe. Um, but apparently I didn't make it as far into my math career as she did. Well, who 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 uh, was alive that was of the right age and that wasn't a pedophile that didn't uh, find Winnie Cooper just cute as a all hell? Uh, I know, I know, she was probably my first crush ever Ooh. that I remember. Uh, that wasn't like in real life. Oh, because um, we watched. Well, that was one part of our uh, Sunday night routine when I was a kid was we'd watch The Wonder Years and then we'd watch Life Goes On with Corky. Uh, I used to watch that both those shows and she's you know, she was our age. I mean I don't I don't know exactly how old you are, but I'm I'm thirty. I'm okay, a little so bit younger. Yeah, but still, I mean she's thirty seven. She's right. my age. So right. you know, I can say that she's was attractive then and, and uh not be creepy. And you can say it and just be ahead of your time. Right, right. So. I, I like to think I was very ahead of my time because, um, well, I would have been about, uh, let's see, what did the Wonder Years run from? I think the Wonder Years ran from, um, let's see if I can What's find it here, 1988 to 1993. So Oof. I would have been 7 to 11 when I was so, drooling over her. 93, I, I was graduating from high school. So you were just at that perfect age where well, everything was starting to fall into place. Yeah, we were, we grew up together, basically, because she was born January, I was born in September, so, you know, we're right along the same age. Absolutely. Yeah. Absolutely. And she is, well, she's freaking gorgeous. There's See? there's no two ways around it. She's hot. She's held up well. <laughs> she, she has done well. She's done and well, that- and she still looks well. I and like you know, it. you know that's why Kevin put the story in here because he just wanted to comment about how much he loved her and yep, wanted absolutely. to have her children. Absolutely, and, and you know what? I fully support those dreams because I would like to be in line before him. <laughs> uh, <laughs> I, don't want, I don't want no sloppy seconds. I I would pay to see both of you flirt with her. I, you know, I've become oddly good at. Uh, at uh, flirting with good-looking women. In fact, the majority of my friends are pretty good-looking women. I don't know if it's because I'm good at flirting or just because, I don't know, I'm not constantly trying to stick my tongue down their throats or whatever, but... You're very non-threatening? Is that what you're saying? Yeah, I am. I'm a a wuss. That's why they like me. (laughs) So are you, like, in the friend zone, then? Is that what's going on? Uh, I'm pretty much locked in the friend zone in a lot of places, but that's so. cool, I guess. I mean, I get to hang out with them. And, I mean, just because they're hot doesn't mean they're bad people. In no, 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 no. I'm not, I'm not saying that at all. But just, you know, I guess I got to take care of a lot of things myself. Uh, <laughs> you you can talk about that freely on the show. That's uh, <laughs> Absolutely. Obviously, I, uh, Kevin holds nothing back. Right, exactly. Well, he holds, up, he holds quite a bit back. We used to have way more perverse discussions at work <laughs> some of our best shows have been about his habits quote unquote <laughs> i would agree with that one or or misadventures 
Well, yeah, that too. <laughs> Does that feel boring in those regards? Oh, well. Yeah, I, I'm a kind of a traditionalist, I guess, when it comes to all that stuff. I like to, you know, do it in the privacy of my own ness. <laughs> <laughs> Lights off. Light, yeah, exactly. Missionary position. Missionary position. You just lay real still, try not to make a lot of noise. You know, like yeah. you had to when you were 12. Don't want mom and dad to walk in on you. Well, at that age, it wouldn't have stopped you anyway. Well, that's true. Maybe. Well, I don't know. I don't know. It's still Raging. pretty still pretty embarrassing. You're trying to figure out why like, everything stood up when you saw pretty girls and, and why when you rubbed it a lot, it made you get all crinkly and balled up and, and it shot this weird crap out of the end of it. Yeah. Those were awkward times. They were. But I just figured it was another way of pointing at something I liked. You know? <laughs> That's what I want, Mom. <laughs> uh, I feel awkward <laughs> at this point. <laughs> so right. you read the last story here. Let me go ahead and I'll take the lead on this one. Actually, I found this one, and I don't know if that's where he saw it first, but uh, there was a, uh, I don't know how many people are fans of The Chive, which is one of my favorite sites, and then also fans of Craigslist, but these two came together beautifully on a post that they found. Now, if this is real or not, I don't know. I haven't heard any for sure uh, confirmations on it, but it's a, I guess, a personal ad on Craigslist. Yeah, that's what and I would it call it. It reads like this. Uh, the title is Joe on Rails, 48, Philly, in parentheses. Uh, the, the ad reads, want age 25 to 70 guy to come over and Joe in my model train room. Mutual touching and stuff, but nothing more than that. I'm not gay. It's all H.O. scale. Then after you finish, you can stomp around and kick the trains and buildings like a monster. Don't break there. There are my sons. We can do this until 4 a.m. or until we get tired. Also, I have lots of imitation crab meat in my freezer that I need to get rid of, so you can have a bunch when you leave. It's all perfectly good. We just got too much. Then there's a picture of a model train set and an older man with his shirt off taking a picture of himself in the mirror. Well, I think I think having his shirt off might be stretching the truth a little bit. He's still wearing a sweater. Yeah, yes. <laughs> It's just a himself sweater. For those of you who are looking to uh, use this podcasting format uh, to fuel your imagination, imagine the fight scene on Hoth between um, Luke Skywalker and the monster in the cave. Kind of looks like that. Minus he, the yeah, yeah, he does. He does. His mouth is a little bit smaller, um, and he's got a little bit more of actual head hair. Um but and, yeah, and the rest camera. of it, yeah, and, and a camera instead of a, I think he came out with a boulder, maybe, I can't remember, it's been a few years since I've watched it, but. I mean, how can you pass up <laughs> model trains, destroying model trains, but not too much, imitation crab and light touching with an older man? <laughs> you know? It sounds like summer camp. If if I lived in Philly, I would I would so go knock on that guy's door. And then what, run away? No, I was just asking for some crab meat. <laughs> That's it. That's all I, I mean, want. who doesn't? I, 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 would, I guess I would be interested in checking out his model train set. I, I am kind of into model trains a little bit. 
like I always was when I when I was a kid. Um, and I've got a pretty good size set, but I've been moving around and I've been busy with this, that, and the other thing. So I've, I haven't gotten it set up for years. But but it, it says they belong to his son. Yeah, yeah, and that's that's kind of I don't know. I don't know how to feel about that. Because why does my train smell like bleach? Yeah, when why is it covered in imitation bleach. crab meat? Yes, and why does he have so much damn imitation crab meat? That's does the other it just thing. Got too much. <laughs> what did they find? Like an empty truck? And like, uh, oh, there's imitation crab meat in here. Let's grab it all and freeze it. Maybe his uh, local Schwann's dealer is just really good at what he does. Maybe the local Schwann's dealer comes over and Joe's all over the model train room. And I'd like to know what uh, light touching consists of. (laughs) I'm sorry, mutual touching. Yeah. Are are, are we talking first base? Second? Are we just checking for lice? I I don't know. It's kind of vague. Doing it ape style. Exactly. I, hmm. This makes me think of an episode of Sarah Silver, the Sarah Silverman program, where uh, Jay takes Laura out to show him his fetish that involves model trains and his anus. I, if hmm. you haven't seen the episode, then that's okay. Not, yeah, I was just—I you know, thought I'd seen every episode, but that was not really ringing a bell. <laughs> well, she talks about how she is fascinated by gaping anuses on men, and then. Oh. He's really straight-laced and, you know, gives her crap about it and then eventually fesses up that he likes, you know, model trains and the pooper. Well, I guess when you're gay and you're gay with a giant, giant man. No, 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 not not Steve and and Brian. I'm talking about Jay, the cop. Oh, yeah, the cop. God, it's been too long since I've seen it, apparently. I'm getting all my characters. Netflix on demand. I guess so. Man, all the two episodes from the first season are available, and the uh, entire show is available in one box set now, (sighs) which I would own, but I don't have any money. Well, because you don't have a job yet, because they haven't hired you yet. But if I get the job by my birthday, I should be able to afford it. For your birthday, you could get yourself a birthday present. That's uh, what I'm saying. Yeah. That's my favorite thing. Every year I get myself a birthday present and a Christmas present. And sometimes I get bored in there, so I get myself other weird random holiday presents. Like Arbor Day? Like Arbor Day. Arbor Day is the best day. You get things that are made of wood. You know what's good on Arbor Day as a present? Imitation crab meat. (laughs) We just got to find Joe on rails. Did you see the date on this? Uh, April 28th, 2008. Yeah, so it's four years overdue, so I wonder wonder if he still has any of that crab meat left. If it was frozen, I'm sure it's fine, but it, and it's imitation, so... Yeah, so it's mostly just cod and flavoring. It lasts about as long as, what, a Twinkie? Yep. Perhaps, I, I don't know, unless he's J-O-ing on it. <laughs> what exactly is J-O-ing? Uh, jack of all trades. Uh, okay, okay. J-O, Jack. Off just, the rails. Just making sure that everyone knows. I think that's what it's supposed to mean. I'm, I I would I would go with that. I mean, I guess the mutual touching involves more than t- touching. So is that... Hmm. That, that makes me a little bit more intrigued. Not necessarily interested, but intrigued. 
A lot, a lot more up and down touching. <laughs> High speed up and down touching and spitting too. Yes. <laughs> so moving um, on to the next story. <laughs> <laughs> Thank goodness. Thank yeah. goodness. Um, yeah. So it looks like now instead of trains, we're going to go to uh, cheap drugs in cheap locations. Uh, we're talking like Bayer aspirin at the uh, Kmart. Pretty close. It's uh, it's meth at Walmart. Apparently, a woman was arrested for shoplifting in a Missouri Walmart because Ooh. she decided to cook up some meth while she was being held by store security. Well, uh, got time to kill, so... <laughs> so, it looks like she was caught with cosmetics in her purse, and uh, she... Um, <laughs> used a 20-ounce pot bottle to concoct a quote-unquote one-pot batch of methamphetamine. I've never heard of this one-batch method before I read this article, but I started doing a little bit more research, and apparently it's becoming the new trend. Um, I, because I've I've found it more and more common to be able to just type in one pot meth and get lots of hits. Which, <laughs> <laughs> uh, no pun intended, but it worked out pretty good. Uh, so it says in here, well, I guess it says right in this article that the trend of cooking small quantities of meth for personal use is on the rise since there's a lot of one pot cooks, but taking it into Walmart is very unusual. I think it's kind of dumb, actually. <laughs> um I mean, I've been to Walmart enough times that I know that the people that shop there, you know, I'm sure They're, they've got have to done their share. Right. But, yeah, just not in, in the Walmart. Right. Actually in. So he, he the, <laughs> the cop that arrested her also noted that the woman was not suspected of trying to steal any of the ingredients to make meth because the cooking had started before she'd entered the Walmart. What? So apparently she had all the stuff out in her car and uh, was carrying around her meth jug so she didn't, uh, I don't know, lose it or have it get stolen out of her car or something. I don't know exactly. But then she started stealing makeup and crap. And, uh, this story has all kinds of weirdness around it. I mean, it's not like I'm driving around with a, you know, a... a, a, a what do you call it, a hot pot that, that attaches to my uh, lighter in my car so I can make ramen on the road? You know, well, who brings big... the stuff to cook meth while you're traveling around? Right. Well, exactly. And, and, and Well, I don't know that they actually cook it, cook it any, like, I think the cooking is used loosely because it looks like they pretty much just add all the stuff and shake it and let it sit, and the chemical reactions that take place in there are enough to quote-unquote cook it. Uh, but um, it, it it the last <laughs> the last line of the article just makes this story all the better. Um, it says police were called after she was in the store for more than six hours, and security became suspicious. Yeah, uh, if you're not an employee, then uh, yeah, that's, that's yeah. A long when time to when you start spending more time in the store than most of the employees, 
you, know, you start hitting shift changes, multiple shift changes per visit. I think that should raise an eyebrow or two. You know, not to mention the fact that she probably had one tooth and was twitching repeatedly and probably running circles around something. I don't know. I don't know. That's just that's just weird. Well, I see that. Uh, I don't know if you included this article here about um, how to do the one method. Yep. Uh, the the shake and bake or one pot meth making. <laughs> yeah, which we're not going to tell you all how to do that. Right. But it's easy to find articles about it. Although I don't recommend taking the uh, taking this up as a hobby. Right. Because number one, it's incredibly illegal, and number two, it's really kind of dumb. It actually says that in here that uh, uh, the other day a man died from making meth in the quote-unquote shake-and-bake process. So it's it's Plus not it, safe, but if you really must know or if you're really just that curious about it, um, everything's on the Internet. Well, plus it makes you look like Keith Richards. So Yeah, at the ripe old age of 20. Like, it, you will be 20, Keith Richards will be his current age, and you could be twins. Uh, yeah, so... Don't do it, kids. But the articles are out there if you'd like to read more about right. it. If nothing else, it's just a good head shaker to make you say, what the fuck happened? It's like the, the reading rainbow. Exactly. Now, this next thing that um, I, I don't think Kevin was really going anywhere here other than to say that he really has a thing for Minka Kelly. He, Yes, he does. We, Him and I were discussing this a little bit before... Uh, before you got online here. Um, I'm trying to look up one of the links right now because I'm not familiar with her. Um, uh, once you see her, you know that you've seen her a lot. But just the name Minka Kelly means little to nothing to anyone unless they're already Minka Kelly fans. She's done several movies. She's, uh, yeah, she's actually done quite a bit of stuff. And she's been in a lot of stuff. Uh, she was in 500 Days of Summer and The Roommate, which I've heard of. Roommate was Kingdom, actually pretty good. I was pretty, I was pretty excited about that one. Um, done some TV shows. She, she was uh, in a something corporate video. Okay. So anyway, yeah, she, uh, she's in a lot of stuff, um, and and she. I, well, I can't say that she's not hot because she is. She's really hot. But this art, well, this uh, not article. What do I want to call this thing here on the show oh, notes? It. This uh, heading, heading on the show notes says, "Is Minka Kelly one of the sexiest women alive?" To that, I would say yes. Is she the sexiest woman alive? I don't know. I don't know if I'd go with that because, um pretty sure Betty White's still alive and she's pretty sexy. Mm. Oh, sorry. <laughs> you hit, hit the sweet spot there. No. <laughs> but seriously. Yeah, I'm, not, I'm looking up right now because I'm doing a little homework here because I just am not familiar with her and I'm just, I don't know. I mean, I guess yeah, she's just pretty uh, good looking. Alright. Yeah. Not, not my favorite, no, but alright. Right, exactly. Exactly. So she's 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 alright. Um. Yeah, and in fact, I would say that she's more than all right. She's really good. She's really good looking. 
But you know, Kevin Kevin changes his. It's every week. It's somebody else, and right. he knows every actress in every movie. It's like he watches a movie and he's like, "How many actresses can I get attracted to in this film?" And he'll just like go down a list of everybody that was in it. You know, even the person that was doing you know the craft services and the producers and yeah, the exactly. PAs and 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 you know you know he's sitting there googling and IMDbing every single person in the entire credits list. Well, yeah, because he'll he'll mention a name from a movie, and I'm like, "Who is that?" And he's like, "Well, it was the third girl from the left <laughs> in that one scene in the bathroom." And I'm like, "What? I, I don't know who you're talking about." I think so. I, yeah, I don't. Whenever he says a name, I'm just like, "Well, okay, well, this will pass next week." Yeah, I think I think we just need to get him a hobby that's not uh, memorizing who's in every movie ever. Well, his hobbies are. Um, whatever game he's really into, uh, whatever girl he's really into, uh, food, exercise, and work. Well, okay. When you put it that way, that actually sounds kind of normal. Pretty, pretty normal. That was not my intention. Damn it. But, well, because those are kind of my hobbies too, really. And I don't know if I go quite as extreme as him, and I focus a lot more on work than most other things, but... Yeah, that's <laughs> not too far off from my hobbies. Here's the real question, though. Can you open a jar of sauerkraut without hurting yourself? I, You know, I can't say that I've ever come across a jar of sauerkraut. I get my sauerkraut in giant number 10 cans because I work in a restaurant, and we have a giant can opener that does all the hard work for me, and I've never injured myself opening a can of sauerkraut. Oh. He's, he buys it in the bags now. I yeah. don't know. You could probably go check his fridge from where you're sitting. But. <laughs> Actually, it is it is literally right around the corner. And now that I have AIDS, I can hear it running. <laughs> Does that bother you? It, it's it's still weird getting used to these. I actually pulled them out a little bit ago because you know, they're starting to get too much with the headphones and the tight space and the, and the whatever-ness. So I, I pulled them off. I'm going uh, bareback. I don't know what you call that. That's oh, oh, natural. I'm barebacking it in Kevin's house because he's not here. Oof. <laughs> <Ew>. <laughs> so anyway, uh, yeah, according to Kevin, Minka Kelly is one of his favorites yeah, this week. For this week. So this next week. week, that'll change to someone completely different. You know oh, what we should do? We should have a segment called, like, Kevin's, or no, Hotcakes, hot babe of the week, or something like that, and he could it, just like this P star of the week. He could come up with somebody every week on his own that uh, he is currently crushing on. And and you know, I I think the hardest part of his job might be limiting it to one a week. Mm, yeah, good point. <laughs> Perhaps that's not a task he needs to undertake. Right, he might, or or we have to expand it to the top three women of the week. Yeah, but I have a feeling that Emma Stone and Emma Watson are always going to be right, you know, yeah, number two and number yeah. three. There is, there is so much Emma emanating from this room. <laughs> I get it. I see what you did there. <laughs> it, is there Emma Stone and Emma Watson paraphernalia around his uh, uh, living space? There is so much. It's ridiculous. Like, really? You know how uh, when you walk into a college kid's dorm room, 
the yeah. walls are just plastered with all kinds of posters and and stuff just to cover up the bareness of the walls. That's not too far from what his living room looks like. There is stuff on all of the walls, and the majority of this stuff is either Harry Potter uh, with, uh, of course, Emma Watson in it, or other movie posters. Uh, the one that I can see without turning completely around is Emma Stone, Easy A. Oh, no. Uh, and she is biting her lip sensually, and she's in front of a chalkboard, and it looks like she may not be wearing anything at all and just holding up a piece of notebook paper. But the rest of it is covered by a stack of DVDs, so I can't see the rest of it. Is it sticky? Uh, well, I I can't walk over that far without leaving the microphone. And quite frankly, I'm scared to find out if it is or not. Do you smell a lot of bleach in the uh, house? <laughs> no, I don't. But I do remember him saying, uh, maybe it was two or three shows ago, that uh, he will only do that deed in either the bathroom or the bedroom because he has to be laying down on his back. Well, yes, that's a that's a well-known fact. He's not a, uh, yeah, he's got to have his whole scented candle thing going on. But right. that doesn't mean that the remaining sock, uh, washcloth, right. whatever, don't somehow end up in the living room. Uh, that's a good point. That's a good point. Also, there is a couch in the living room in which he could lay on and dim the lights and such. And put a plastic bag between the cushions and some paper oil. <laughs> yes. That's yeah. a very sad image. That is kind of, when you break it down like that, it's kind of kind of makes me nervous about where to sit and where to put my <laughs> hands and stuff. <laughs> it's a good uh, thing I always take a shower when I leave here. It used to be just because of the cat dander, but maybe now it's going to be more for the in case I end up ovulating and procreate. Yeah. Then you can uh, become a stripper and have your own videos. And Wait, uh, so how many cats does he have realistically there? For really, really real, he has four. And um, have you seen the corn furnace? I have seen the corn furnace. Um, I actually saw the, the whole house set up before the corn furnace, and it literally overtook the majority of the basement. There is so much corn. Does it there. save that much money that you would lose that much space of your house? You know, with the price of corn up here, I don't know how he really does save any money by burning corn, but the corn burning furnace that he has, I believe, is adaptable to uh, other other grains and possibly uh, wood pellets. Okay. Um, I know that they've done quite a bit with the technology. I kind of toyed around with the idea um, before I started remodeling my house, but I decided that it would probably be cheaper just to take out all of the walls and put insulation in them instead. Uh, and it turns out I was right. It's cheaper, but it's taking forever. Um, but when I was dabbling with the the idea of, of corn furnaces and corn burning things, uh, the price of corn around here is like, 12 bucks a bushel between 7 and 12 bucks a bushel pretty much all the time and he goes through like one bushel or one and a half bushels a day 
So I don't know unless he's got like some farmer that he's giving handies to and yeah. getting free corn That's for his cornhole. Then maybe he is. Does, does he have uh, solar panels on his roof? No, he does not. Does he have a garbage can now? He does have a garbage can, uh, a brand new one, um, and it appears to be larger than the last one that I remember seeing, um, but he keeps it really close to his house now. I think he's getting a little a little uh, protective of it. Have he's, you ever eaten his food? I have, but it's been a long time. I mean, that he cooked for you. Yes, yes. Um, now, who's a better cook, you or him? I would like to say me. But that's just because I am a pompous asshole. <laughs> What's your specialty? Uh, I I'm really into like Italian food and pastas and stuff like that. Um, I really like experimenting with different sauces and stuff. Like I love butter sauces, but I feel it for about two days after I eat it. Everything just feels greasy and heavy for a couple days afterwards. But um, I also like to, I've been experimenting a lot lately with soups, um, soups and chilies and things like that. Um, I think a lot of that is just because of the, the, the restaurant, you know, I gotta yeah. have to constantly be evolving, um, everything to keep up with society, I guess, keep everything kind of fresh and, and new and, and trendy and whatever else. Um, because as sad as it is. Uh, my restaurant is the trendiest restaurant in town. That's good, though. And Well, I don't know, because the coolest thing we have on the menu is right now our summer salads, and they're all just recycled from a couple of years ago. With the Are exception. you at Wendy's? I'm joking. <laughs> no. But oh. we do, we do um, follow a lot of the trends that the big-name restaurants follow or try to be on top of um, right. just so we're, um, I don't know, up with the, up with the crowd, I guess. Um, so yeah. Real quick side question here. Is Kevin as short in person as he sounds like on the podcast? He is. If I had to guess, I would say that he is two foot 18. Wow. <laughs> he's, he's a, he's, he's getting That's... a lot rounder than taller. That's like a that's like the height if you're from Narnia. Yes. He <laughs> Okay, you know uh um which Batman movie was it? It was Batman Forever that the penguin was in. Yeah, that's the second one. Uh, no, Batman Returns was the penguin. Okay, Batman Returns. Danny DeVito played the penguin, right? Right. Uh if you make Kevin's nose a little less pointy and wider, that's not too far off. Are you going to lose a friend because of this? <laughs> I wasn't trying to get you to insult the man. I just was trying to see if he was, you know. <laughs> oh, no. Even even he'll say it. He's, he's gotten a lot rounder over the, the, the spring months. But he exercises, though, he, I he is. He, well, a lot of it, I think, was because he had to take all that time off from exercising because he likes to do it outside. Um, he likes to do all of his walking and, and jogging and running and stuff on the the, uh, the, the, the track at the high school. <laughs> you just unintentionally sold him out. I was digging for something and I got it. Ah, uh, yes. Damn it, Kevin. <laughs> we knew it. 
But uh, no, I, I think once the snow and the ice and stuff started falling and hitting and staying and whatever else, he he kind of held off on the the walking and the jogging and the running, and he was just doing um, basic weightlifting type stuff. So he uh, he kind of started um, not maintaining his weight. Gross. I guess right. He he started growing outwardsly, which uh, it's cool. He's I mean, he's. He's trying. He's doing something about it. So, so you know, next week, folks, we'll have a new co-host as Goof will no longer be on the show, thanks to my questioning. Yeah, well, I didn't have to be so honest, but I guess sometimes you just got to do it and eat the crow later. Oh, he'll understand. Yeah, yeah, I'm sure he will. I hope. I really hope he will. Sorry, well, Kevin. I sidetracked. I'm sorry. I was hoping for a little dirt uh, since you're in there by yourself without him to censor you from telling me the real story behind Thanks. what's in Hotcakes' house. Because, um, you know, I'm sure he filters it a little bit for the show. But He, he does it, filter it a little bit. And it, it is a total bachelor pad. There's no doubt about it. It's a total bachelor pad, but he cleans every week before I get here. And he did fess that up to me about, was it last week or two weeks ago? He said, you know, if you ever stop coming over, my house is going to be a pigsty all over again. And does does, does he have a, does he have surround sound in like a theater, home theater kind of thing? Set he, up does. he does. He does. He's actually got it set up uh, specifically for his easy chair, lazy boy, whatever, rocker recliner type chair. Of course. Um, and it's it's positioned directly in front of his TV. Which sits on an entertainment stand that used to be meant for a 25-inch TV, but he got like a, I don't know, I guess I would say that's about a 37, maybe it's a 42-inch TV, flat screen, and he, rather than set it on top of the entertainment center, which is, it's kind of a medium-tall entertainment center, he uh, took the the wall and part of the top shelf off where the 25-inch TV would have fit and just set the TV on that remaining slot. So it looks kind of uh, uh, weird, I guess would be the polite way to say it. It's it's oh. a, yeah, it, it, it's definitely the cheaper way to go. You know, I, I probably would have just uh, either bought a stand or a wall mount kit. I'm, I'm in love with the wall mount kits because... Well, I'm, the stands aren't that expensive in the grand scheme of things. Right, like, well... It doesn't really matter which way you go. You're going to pay about the same amount of money. I think I paid about 100 bucks for my wall mount kit, uh, but I've got a big, heavy TV. Mine is one of the old-school plasma TVs that still weighed about 100 pounds. So I had to get a pretty beefy pretty beefy wall mount kit, um, but I could have gotten just a, a TV stand that was capable of supporting a 100-pound TV for about 100 bucks. I just like not having crap on the floor at all. I live minimalistically. Gotcha. Well, we've got other things to cover here, and I'm sorry. I, I sidetracked. Okay. I don't even know if this is interesting to anybody but me. But uh, <laughs> Well, it doesn't matter Kevin, because they're all listening anyway. Yeah, they've turned it off by now. <laughs> maybe this... maybe they're, they're also interested in peeking into the secret life of Kevin. I, well, I think so. I think it's everybody really listens is because of all the stuff we say about him i think that's the whole point it probably is it probably is we'll just call it the the kevin show um <laughs> this says friend of charlie's uh, we are mark. supposed to skip that one until next week when charlie oh. is present 
Hopefully. Well, hopefully I have teased Charlie's the right. friend of Charlie's. For next week. Stay tuned. Okay. You have to now, or you'll never know what it's about. I'm going to shut that window so I don't, I'm not a te- to, I'm not tempted to read it. <laughs> um, we already kind of did our highs and lows at the beginning of the show, talking about my job interviews and and your aids. So, are we supposed to do this break? Um, well, I mean, because I can sing part of this. I mean, I I I, I love Dwight, and I'm known for my Dwight Yoakam impression. But you know, I don't know whether he still wants us to try and play this or. Well, I guess if I can jump over there and try to manhandle his computer area. I'm trying to think, when's the last time I did a Dwight impression? I, I've seen him live, and uh, good show. But I'll, I'm going to mute myself and get, test it out real quick here and see if I'm still got my chops. Let's see. While you're testing that out. Okay, now I'm on the other microphone. And yeah, I don't think I've got it anymore. I think my voice is gone. I am going to try to find this. Yeah, I sound like garbage. <laughs> I got to work on that because I, I used to be like between that and Eddie Vedder. I used to do Eddie Vedder and, and Dwight Yoakam duetting. And uh, it was difficult, but it was a crowd favorite. Awesome. Now, uh, now I've built it up, and nobody's going to believe that I. <laughs> I can still do the Eddie Vedder, but I, the, 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 yeah, okay. Well, it looks like, according to Kevin's notes, we missed one article. It was the one that he uh, should have sent out at the beginning of the what of the what? show. Um, hey, meth, Godzilla, Danica McKellar, Strawberry Lake, Octomom times two, Jaeger. About Charlie, maybe he didn't send it out. He was going. He was gonna send it out. I think he sent it to me. He must not have sent it to you. Nope, don't got it. Okay, Uh, you're still not on his Skype, which is weird. I am. There you are. There you are. Okay, okay. Um, Let me see if I can figure this out. It's like using a whole new computer. Then we'll have to get to some drat (laughs) yoke. We should anyway. Okay. Maybe if I was like not have just been drinking this juice, juice no. as in well not juice but like flavor like fruit punch kind of thing. Oh, okay, drink. Jesus juice. I, I drink a lot of Mio flavored waters because it's no calories. And oh, is that? Nice. Uh, it's not bad. I've do both the regulars and the um, uh, energy ones and. They're not bad. They're a little hard on the on the throat, though. Are they uh, are they really sugary, or you can adjust? I mean, you you since you put the uh, mix in yourself, you can make it as strong or as weak as you want. Okay. Um, I saw this article just a little bit ago, but I didn't know he was wanting us to read it. I don't know how to say that last name. Wist. Wist. Um. I gotta find. Um, His name is Bill Wisp. W i s t h. Maybe it's maybe it's like a double lisp. Well, that's with. I gotta have more meth before I do that. (laughs) But the story is, since I, I I couldn't do the last one. uh, Wisconsin man takes a cue from 
The Simpsons. And Pickett's All You Can Eat Fish Fry for false advertising. Only in America. America. Uh, it says here that um, amidst all the other goings-on, uh, this man who says here is six foot six, three hundred and fifty pounds. Uh, so any of our big listeners out there, you'll have to tell us if that's big or not, because I don't know. It, it so, sounds pretty big to me. I don't know. It's six six though. I mean, you can carry a lot of weight and look small. True, true. But I still think he's a pretty big dude. So, but anyway, he went down. He had twenty pieces of fish. Claimed he was still hungry, and the restaurant's all-you-can-eat policy should have entitled him to more, but uh, Chuck's Place, which is the name of the restaurant, didn't budge, and they uh, wanted him to pay his bill. He refused. They called the police. He got kicked out. Um, actually, the article here specifically <laughs> says he eventually kept getting kicked the fuck out by the same police. So, uh, what's a totally saying to a 50-pound dude with those fish fry to do? Uh, boycott the restaurant. So he apparently is planning on picketing the Chuck's place every weekend from now until the end of time because people have to stand up for consumers or something. So <laughs> I, I, I hate to say it. I mean, I'm in the guy's corner because, yeah, you know, if you make that kind of a policy. I mean, when Red Lobster had their um, all-you-can-eat lobster fest and they were losing money by the millions, they stood by it and and. Just, yep, you know. they lost money until the promotion ended. Exactly, and they, they backed up what they said. And in the long run, I mean, put asses in seats and whatever, but they're here, they're not standing behind the product, so in that case, I think that they're in the wrong. But at the same time, dude, that's enough. <laughs> I mean, really, 20 pieces of fish? I can't even eat, like, five pieces of fish and not feel like I'm going to explode. So that dude has to be like a competitive power eater or something because I don't well, I don't know how else uh, how do you even uh, how, how big are the pieces of fish though I mean like well that's true too if it's like a one ounce piece or one and a half ounce piece of fish or something and what yeah. kind of fish and blah 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 you know I, I there, there's all the, the stipulations and stuff but overall if you're going to offer somebody all you can eat you should entitle them to all they can eat yeah you know, I mean, is it like a fish plank or is it like a, a salmon, you know, steak or a big old salmon fillet? I mean, yeah. I don't know. I, Swordfish. Right, right. Is it a tuna? Is it a full size half a tuna? But I mean, if you go to like old country or new country or whatever country buffet it is now and you sit down, you're going to get all you want. They're not going to cut you off. Right. Because they honor their promotions, I guess would be the best way to put it. I guess Chuck's place, maybe since it's a smaller establishment, I don't know if it's a chain in his area, but if it's a small joint, maybe they just are worried that it's going to hurt their bottom line too much. Put them under. If one, you know, if, if one dude is capable of putting you under, you're probably running your business a little too tightly. <laughs> <laughs> you might want to check your employees and what they're taking home at night. Exactly. Exactly. <laughs> oh man, I'm reading reading through some of these comments, and I'm getting a little bit of a chuckle because <laughs> they're they're saying things like attempted gluttony. Now, honestly, what is that? Do they give a Nobel Prize for attempted chemistry? <laughs> yeah. Well, I wonder. I, I'd like to know if Mister Wisp was to go back into Chuck's place 
and they said, go ahead, eat all you want, how much he could actually put away. Because, I mean, I'm wondering if he was getting pretty close to his limit anyway. It it very well could be. I think, uh, God, I can't imagine you could eat more than 20 pieces of fish and still, you know, even 25 pieces of fish. Man, that's well, a think lot. think about of- it. If it's, let's say it's a four-ounce, which is pretty standard, you know, for a, uh, when they do portion sizes. Your calorie counts are based on usually four ounce pieces of whatever it is, meat, pork, whatever. Okay. So you have four ounces, you have 20 of those, so that's what? Uh, well, for every four would be a pound, so 20 would be five pounds of fish. So that's that's a lot of fish. That's a lot of damn fish. So <laughs> how, I want to know how long was he there for? I didn't see that in the article. Yeah, I, I'm trying to trying to read through these comments and see if they divulge any more information or not, but uh, it kind of looks like, uh, it. well, I don't know. It, it doesn't really say anything in that, uh, but 20 pieces of fish, unless you're there for, man, you got to be there for like three hours to eat 20 pieces of fish. Even if it's like a one, and a, one or two ounce piece of fish, um, at my restaurant, we serve a lot of, like one to it's a one to two ounce piece of fish, like a, a mini fillet or whatever. Basically, an oversized fish finger, even though fish don't have fingers. The uh, not anymore. Uh, not anymore. We got them all. They. <laughs> oh man, would that be? That would be twenty. Twenty times two would be forty ounces of fish, which would be just a little under. Four pounds, a little over three and a half pounds. That's still, I mean, that's a lot of, I mean, that's a lot of food. That is a lot of, it would be just under three pounds. Just For your average pounds. eater. Right. It, yeah. It, oh, man. You know, I had a guy back when I, I used to have an all-you-can-eat fish buffet every Friday night. There was a guy that would come in and he would eat popcorn shrimp like no other. And he would literally go through and fill up three or four plates Full of nothing but popcorn shrimp and cocktail sauce. That dude could put away fish. Cock. And I finally, cock. I finally got to the point where I said, hey, buddy, you know, if you want, let me know you're here. I will just bring you out a bowl of shrimp. And that way you don't empty it for, you know, everyone else eating the buffet. Did you really? I, I actually did, yeah. I, I just cooked up a batch for him and just dropped it off at his table and said, here you go, man. That's not enough. Let me know. I'll make some more. Just so he didn't empty the entire buffet of all of the shrimp for everyone else that wants to eat it, you know? Right. Everybody else is standing there waiting for shrimp or they were mad because there wasn't any shrimp. So did he appreciate that? He he actually did. He did. He, he, uh, he actually said, you know, well, you know, you don't have to, you don't have to do that. I'll just let you know, you know, as soon as I come in and you can just make sure you got a whole bunch made and throw it all out there. And well, whatever I said, if I'm going to make this much, it's just as easy for me to take the three steps to your table as it is to take the, the two and a half steps to the buffet line. Right. So, you know, but he was totally cool with it. I was totally cool with him. You know, like we had an understanding that, yeah, I was giving it away. He's taking it all or taking all that he could tolerably eat. Right. But I don't believe that he ever made it close to three to five pounds of shrimp. You know, I mean, he was, he was, he was, I bet he was probably eating two pounds of shrimp, maybe. 
And that's you know that's that was a lot of shrimp. So twenty pieces of fish to me is like a lot. Like well, it doesn't a, sound like a lot until you put it into the the you do the math on it and you figure. Yeah, even if it's almost three pounds of fish, that's a lot of damn fish. Yeah, think about sitting down and eating. I mean, I, I on a on a really good day, we we I one time made um, one of my specialties, which is steak on the grill, and I grilled up some ribeyes from Costco that were one pound each, and I had friends over, so we were each having our own one pound ribeye. I ate the entire thing without even blinking. Nice. It was because it was so damn good. Plus, I had potatoes and you know all the other fixings, but. To to do that on a regular basis, that's not going to happen, you know. It's something like that where you're just eating so quick because it's so good that you can go without. But after that first pound, I mean, it's going to hit you, especially <laughs> with all that breading or whatever they have. I mean, yeah, yeah, and it's going to. Not only is it going to hit you, it's going to hit you hard, and you're not even going to be able to. How can you even move yeah, after something like that? It's a fish like fry. That. It's not like a fish boil, right? Oh, it, oh man. So that, that just blows my mind, really. It does because I don't, I just, uh, I can't even imagine. Can't and I do even have imagine. to point out on the the right hand side of the screen, just by the uh, the the news story, there's a picture of George Takei. Uh, uh, oh my! <laughs> oh my! <laughs> it just makes it all the better. It does. It really, right. really does. All Back right. Well, should we uh, should we do this this can song you, can thing? You play it? I I think I can. I think if I just uh, click on it and pull it up, it should it should come up. Maybe Here we go. So this will be in a moment. Uh, Dwight Yoakam's uh, "Fast as You Can," Pro- which is it's probably the, it's probably the best Dwight Yoakam song ever in the history of time. Well, I I th- feel that Dwight Yoakam is outside of some of the legends of country music, probably the only living country musician that I can get behind. Hello, listener. You are listening to Undercover Unitards, 100% fake live radio. You can find us on iTunes or at undercoverunitards.com on the Zoom network. You can leave us an email at theunitards at hotmail.com or a voicemail at 206-350-0720. We love to hear from you, listener. Undercover Unitards, 100% pedophile-free since 1992.
Hello everyone, this is Paul, brightening your mere existence via podcastification through the South Philly Paulcast and as of late, the obviously oblivious podcast. As you are well aware, you are currently tolerating the undercover Unitard's experience. I believe that it will behoove you to take a moment and reflect upon your choice of audio recreation and turn it the fuck off. Lucky Land Casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kids' PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.